God will send you a significant other when you learn your significance in him. Cuffing season is here, but are you really ready? Pastor Gabe has a message that will help you navigate through your relationship with Bay. Grab your notepad and get comfortable. You're in for a treat. I am excited about what God is about to say to us. We are in a new series called Cuffing Season. I want you to tag your boyfriend or your girlfriend or your, it's complicated. Tag them, tag them. <laughs> no collapses. Woo. Uh, I am doing this series on relationships for the month of December. And I thought, uh, I think it's necessary. One of the things I am discovering is that we suck in the area of relationships we are horrible i think we I, I don't i think we think we are good in relationships but the truth of the matter is we do not know how to have godly relationships because we ourselves are not godly you only bring what you are to a relationship put that in the comments you only bring what you are to a relationship if you are insecure uh, if you are jealous if you have whatever dysfunctions you have inevitably you will bring that to relationships. And a lot of times we allow our dysfunctions to pollute relationships because we have not taken an opportunity to get with God. Watch this, get with God where, Pastor? Get with God in the soulless places of our lives. Pastor, what's the soul? The soul, it consists of the mind, the will, and the emotions. I repeat, the soul consists of the mind, the will, and the emotions. And when your soul is not healthy, when you are not you are not uh, consistently uh, or being persistent in making sure your soul is healthy you will bring the condition of your soul to a relationship you can be so dysfunctional find the right person but because you're dysfunctional you can take the right thing and make it a wrong thing it could be a bad thing not because it's bad but because you are dysfunctional and you did what we call you polluted what God may have been trying to give to you you can make a gift a curse. You can make a gift a curse. Watch this because you polluted what God gave you. Many of us, watch this, many of us, we have been around, seen, been in relationship with the love of our lives, but because of our dysfunction, we lost that. Have you ever had an opportunity in your life where you said, now that she or he was the one that got away? And how did they get away? Something in us pushed that person away. We suck. Put that in the comments in the area of relationships. Pastor, I don't suck in relationships. Yes, you do, because you can't hold on to a gal or, or a guy. When you cannot hold on to something, when everything turns bad, when you bring all of your dysfunctions to a relationship, you have, there, there, there's a very, uh, uh, there's a huge possibility that you don't do well in the area of covenant. I want you to take your attention to this particular passage of scripture, Genesis 29 and verse 15. Genesis 29 and verse 15. We are in this series called Cuffing Season. Cuffing Season. Oftentimes when it gets cold, we start looking for booze. When it gets cold, we start looking for comfort. <laughs> so we're going to uh, just talk about 
some relationships. And I, what I want to do is, is through the month of December, maybe, maybe a little bit in January, we're going to dissect healthy and unhealthy relationships in the scripture. Put this in the comments and say this out loud. I love the word. Mm-hmm. What's this? Genesis 29 and 15, when you have it, say, I have it. Watch this. Then Laban said to Jacob, just because you are my relative, should you work for me for nothing? Tell me, what should your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the older was Leah, and the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were weak. But Rachel was beautiful in form and appearance. What that means is Rachel had, watch this, she had uh, uh, fine facial features and she had a nice body. That's what it means, simply put. So Rachel was not just pretty in the face, but she was also fine in the waist. You feel me? Watch this, watch this. Jacob loved Rachel. Jacob loved Rachel. Watch this. So he said, I will serve you as a hired workman for seven years in return for the privilege of marrying Rachel, your younger daughter. Watch this. Put this in the comments. Marriage is not a curse, but it is a privilege. And when you don't understand what marriage is, the, 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 how beautiful marriage is, and the sanctity of marriage, watch this, you will run from commitment. Marriage is still beautiful. Marriage is still a privilege. Watch this. Laban said, it is better that I give her in marriage to you than give her to another man. Stay and work with me. So Jacob served Laban for seven years for the right to marry Rachel. But they seemed like only a few days to him because of his love for her. Watch this. Let's keep reading. Finally, Jacob said to Laban, Give me my wife for my time of service is completed so that I may take her to me as my wife. Some verses of scripture says, so that I may go into her. So he was like, hurry up. I've been waiting seven years. I'm ready to go into her. What that means is I'm ready to have sex with her because I've been waiting for seven long years. Watch this. So Laban gathered together all the men of the place and prepared a wedding feast with wine. But in the evening, he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to Jacob. And Jacob went went into her. So seven years, they're completed. Jacob says, give me Rachel because I've served for seven years. What Laban did is he says, all right, and he puts together a wedding party. But what he does is instead of giving Jacob Rachel, he gave Jacob Leah. And the Bible describes Leah as we got. Let's keep reading. So Jacob went into Leah. 
Laban also gave Zilpah, his maid, to his daughter Leah as a maid. But in the morning when Jacob awoke, it was Leah who was with him. And he said to Jacob, he said to Laban, what is that you have done to me? Did I not work for you for seven years for Rachel? Let's pause here. Pastor, I don't understand this particular version. What Laban did was he got Jacob drunk enough. He got Jacob drunk enough that he wouldn't know in the dark who he was consummating his marriage with. See, in that day, marriage was consummated by sex. Put this in the comments. I may currently be married to 100 people. <laughs> Watch this. Now is not. This is a generation that when you say, uh, "Are you married?" You should check yes, because uh, because um, according to Scripture, we can only uh, marriage is only uh, consummated by one. Oh yeah, not walking down the aisle. No sir, uh, marriage is consummated by sex. Put in the comments. I'm already married. Let's keep going here. Watch this. What is it that you have done to me? Did I not work for you for seven years for Rachel? Why have you deceived and betrayed me like this? But Laban only said, it is not the tradition here to give the younger daughter in marriage before the older. Finish the week of the wedding feast for Leah. Then we will give you Rachel also. In return, you shall work for me for seven more years. Father, help me to preach this. Watch this. In this particular passage of scripture, we see here the epitome of manipulation. But we don't feel bad for Jacob because Jacob is a master manipulator. We see in Genesis 25, watch this, when Jacob is born, Jacob is born with his brother Esau. Jacob is actually a twin. And as Jacob was coming out of his mother's womb, he was grabbing a hold to the heel of Esau. And hear me very carefully, in Hebrew, grab Jacob means heel grabber, but heel grabber means deceptive. So Jacob in his core is a heel grabber, but he's a, he's a very deceptive person. Pastor, where did he get deception from? It is from his mother, Rachel, who taught him how to manipulate. Remember in the passage of scripture where Esau had a particular birthright. And so his mother taught to Jacob how to steal the birthright. Right, huh? from Esau. Oh, huh? So uh, Jacob is born into a family. He's born into a family dynamic uh, where he's taught. Oh, huh? he's taught how to manipulate her. Huh? But when you study heel grabber, it means to follow her. Huh? So what we see with Jacob's life is uh, he's always behind. Uh, he's watch this. Uh, his characteristics. He's a very he's a very quiet person. Esau is the warrior, but Jacob is the person that's always in the tent. Uh, Esau is the one that people like. Uh, Esau, the Bible says uh, that his father 
Watch this, that Jacob's father loved Esau more. Watch this. So, so Jacob is not just deceptive because he wants to. He's deceptive because he's desperate for love and acceptance and attention. If I could use a, a title for this particular passage, uh, this particular message, I would call this, I want you to put this in the comments. Lord, help me not to be desperate. Yeah. Watch this. Here's a quote from the movie Super Troopers. Desperation is a stinky cologne. But Jacob here is a very desperate person because he has always been last. So in order to always catch up, he's had to manipulate. He's so desperate that he could not wait on God to bless him. He could not accept his own individuality. He could not accept his own purpose. He's always found himself last. So he's had to manipulate to be first. Watch this. Uh, hear me very carefully. Uh, Jacob is a mild-tempered person. Uh, he's uh, mild. He's plain. He's uh, quiet. Uh, and watch this. We understand. Uh, watch this, uh, Pastor Ty, that women don't like quiet men. Uh, women like the Esau's of the culture. Esau is a hunter. Uh, like the Bible says that Esau's father loved, uh, loved him because uh, he loved the meat uh, that Esau hunted. Oh, yeah. And we're in a culture that, watch this. Uh, when a person is quiet and when a person is mild-mannered, uh, people don't like them. We like the people who are strong and courageous. Uh, and so Jacob is facing, uh, he's facing the fact uh, that his mother has taught him how to manipulate because uh, he's always come in last. Uh, nobody likes Jacob. Everybody prefers Esau. And isn't it interesting to me uh, that we become desperate for love, affection, and attention uh, when our fathers don't accept us, when our fathers don't wrap us in their arms and tell they tell us that you're special and I love you. So no wonder Jacob ends up living out of his desperation for love and affection. Watch this. Jacob is taught manipulation. And he comes to a point where his manipulation catches up with him. He's a master manipulator, but he gets, he gets manipulated masterfully by Laban. Now, what could get a trickster tricked? What could cause a trickster to be tricked? Watch this. It is in my experience that I don't care how long you've been pimping. And I don't care how many people you got wrapped around your finger. It is in my experience that I don't care how many people are chasing you. The thing that you cannot out-trick, the thing that you cannot out-pimp is this four-letter word called love. <laughs> it is the thing that will make a grown man cry. It is the thing that will make a secure woman insecure. 
that when love finds you, there is no masculinity and there is no pedagogy and there is no education and there is no success and there is no accomplishment that could protect you from all the damage that love has. It's one of my old math teachers in high school. She used to tell me, she said, Gabriel, love don't love nobody. Put that in the comments. I don't care who you think you are. It's the thing. Watch this. Love cannot stand you. Love will drag you through the mud. Love will have you wrapped around its finger. Love will make you stay in a horrible situation too long. Love is love. Love is a monster. Love will make a thug, a crip, a blood. It don't matter a president or a janitor. It will all make all of us. It will all make all of us vulnerable. It will show us how it will show us how vulnerable and weak we are. Watch this. It was Jacob in his master manipulation that came across someone that he loved at first sight that got him tricked by Laban. Watch this. How in the world did did Jacob get tricked, Ty? One word. Desperation. Be careful to make decisions out of desperation. (laughs) Be careful not to do anything out of desperation. Let's pause for a moment. I love talking about this. Many people get manipulated. Watch this. Not because they are, not because they fall in love, but because they fell in love out of desperation. That means you fell in love unfairly. That love is not supposed, watch this, desperation is not supposed to drive you to love. Oh, no, sir. When you are desperate for love, attention, affection, you will find yourself taking and doing any old thing just to be accepted and so Jacob decides to work for a woman seven years get tricked again but because he's desperate he says I'll work for another seven years if my math is correct he worked 14 years because of desperation oh that's a person that does not know that watch this out of 7.8 billion people in the world I promise you there's another Rachel somewhere don't you just love the word catch pastor gabe live on facebook every sunday morning at 10 30 a.m and every wednesday evening for bible study at 7 30 p.m to conveniently sow into the word that impacted your life you can text the our church to 77977 or cash app dollar sign pastor gabe and dollar sign the our church don't miss out on our next virtual event text church to 94000. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at The R Church. And you can visit our website at www.thearchurch.com. Thank you so much for listening.